0: I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Molly. And this is... Home is where the murder is.
0: Hello, everyone. Hi, fly. There's a fly. And it's... Flying. And it's... I just... Pill, and I just... <laughs> you just play. I just... There was a piece of broccoli in my tooth, and I finally got it. I, oh. had, it, I had it in my tooth the entire time of your last episode.
1: I had a pea pod in my throat.
0: <laughs> and I had broccoli in my teeth. We are a pair.
1: we for having our vegetables.
0: Exactly. It's very good for you. Um... What do we got for updates this week, Mel?
1: I have nothing. You
0: got nothing, huh? Just trying to make it through life. Yeah, it's been a it's been a lot. Kids are out of school, and um, always around. Is, so. there, is there
1: is there school every day of the year?
0: And then Molly's kids are in like a thousand sports.
1: Like two right now, because oh, okay. soccer's over. But it it just feels like the kids have multiplied by twenty.
0: Yeah, and I only I take Logan to ninja classes now. That's been pretty fun. He likes that, yeah. but um, I, I try to keep I try to do the bare minimum since I have two other co parents that can help me with things. So yeah, yeah, I do have to give a quick shout out. So there is a a young girl that crap. Um, there right. is a young girl that shoot. I'm gonna have to pause one second. Sorry, sorry about that. Real estate problems anyway so there is a young girl who at uh, this and i don't think this is such a good thing but she kind of listens to our podcast every now and then because she knows who i am so i think she listens to some of the not terrible parts um but her name is jimena and she is little miss polish fest or that's adorable. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Um. And I told her that the next time we did a show that I would give her a little shout out. So, Aww. hi, Amena, and keep up the great work in your pageantry, and I love you so much. So And stop listening to my podcast. It is so inappropriate for you.
1: You should be careful. There's <laughs> naughty words.
0: This one's not so bad today, but there are other... Yeah, she did ask her mom why I swear so much, so...
1: I ask, I ask her mom that, too. Yeah.
0: It blame my parents, my upbringing. But... So, that was fun. But, um. yeah, so we... We can, and I don't know if you can hear that fly, but there is a fly right behind me too. So this could just be a real shit show of an episode. But um, we're going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Aaron Schmitz with Epic Mortgage. If you're looking to buy or refinance a home this year or maybe next or ever, please reach out to Aaron Schmitz with Epic Mortgage. Or tomorrow. Or tomorrow. Tomorrow's a great time to do it. Uh, His information is on our website, on our Instagram, on our Facebook and it will be in the show notes as well so feel free to reach out to him he's amazing he does works with a lot of my clients and just does a great job phenomenal so i encourage you to go that route yep you got nothing to add just want to get to it
1: we really need a good rain i didn't talk about the weather before
0: so i'm gonna get started with my murder
1: listen (laughs) we're in a drought everyone yeah we are in this area we need some good rain yeah. So everyone pray for... I, we just need like a really one good day of rain. hmm So that's all I have to say about that.
0: Okay. Okay. There it was, everybody. You got your daily forecast with Molly.
1: Hey, some people like that.
0: I know. Some people do tell us <laughs> that they like Molly's little updates on the weather, which cracks me it's up. It's been
1: so dry. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm doing a murder today that isn't very well known. I actually saw this episode on Snapped, and then I listened. I listened to Snapped via the podcast when I'm driving. It's one of my favorites to listen to because that's kind of like watching the episode, but it's not on TV. So yeah. it's just very well done, easy to follow. So I listened to that one, and I found myself just kind of surprised by this. Even in this case, it's nothing I've done like before. Usually, I cover like families and things like that. You
1: love a family murder, I sure do.
0: So uh, this one's a little bit different, and uh, I, there's it's very short, short and sweet. So you're not going to get to hear a lot from me today, which is probably for the best because I'm sure a lot of you are getting really sick of me.
1: Oh, right? <laughs> no, uh... I don't.
0: I think she's you. You'll be sorry because I'm going away for a whole week, and you will miss me I know. when I'm gone.
1: I'll still talk to you probably every
0: day. Every day. So this is the murder of Patty Wheelington. Patty Ann Phillips was born on November 2nd, 1954, to David John Phillips and Charlotte Christine Nabel in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She had one brother, and Patty was described as charismatic, kind, and beautiful. Now, this one brother he did pass before patty but i wasn't able to find if he was young or what happened there but there's like no history on him whatsoever so i almost wonder if maybe he died relatively young so i'm just gonna put that out there that i did try to find some research on that but um it pretty much just sounded like patty was on her own for a while there a long time so she was a graduate graduate of the university of delaware and texas a&m so two schools look at that double duty the talent once she finished I hate words. Once she finished college, she took a job at the Department of Human Services in Texarkana, Arkansas. Texarkana is right on the border of Texas and Arkansas, hence the name. Huh.
1: They're like, we can't pick one.
0: No. It's very fascinating because when I was researching this, at some points, the addresses are, it's in, like, Texarkana, Arkansas, but then in other ones, it's Texarkana, Texas. So you, yeah. Mm-hmm. So fun fun facts. If you ever want to go somewhere, that's where you should go. I don't know what to do there. Actually, I do know what to do there, and I'll tell you in a second. Okay. When Patty was 35, she married 59-year-old Ray Wheelington. Older man. Very old. So technically, she's about my age. I should start looking at 60-year-old dudes. I mean. Do you think?
1: Younger guys have not.
0: Can you imagine if I were to bring, like, a 60-year-old dude Please around don't. our circle of friends? Please don't. Do you think he could hang with a schmucks? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Plus, that'd be older my, than my dad, and that's weird. Both that my dads. That'd
1: be so weird.
0: Ooh, gross. Anyway, but good for her. Way to go, Patty. And Ray was a Vietnam War veteran and sales manager when he and Patty married in 1989. Seemed like, from what I read, real good guy. Real top Yeah. Page. So that's awesome he was successful and had a nice house and patty was young beautiful and charming the marriage worked well even with the age difference and the two were very happy together patty even took up one of ray's hobbies which was square dancing
1: that sounds like a 60-year-old mm-hmm. hobby
0: can you imagine like us square dancing at our age why not don't i will find us a place should we to-
1: find a ho- should we have a new hobby
0: i think i will find us a place to go square dancing Okay, that's happening. Guys, put that on my to-do list.
1: It'll never happen.
0: Okay. Over time, Patty became known as the queen of the Texarkana dance circuit, and she and Ray were among a very tight-knit family within the square dancing community. Wow. Yep. The square dancing club that Ray and Patty were members of consisted of about 100 people. They met once a week, and it was called the Guys and Dolls Club. Isn't that cute?
1: That is cute. That's
0: where I think you should go when you go visit Texarkana. I don't think it's there anymore, but whatever. Ray was the caller, and the role of a caller, and I had to look this up, in modern Western square dance is not only to provide the dance steps, which all of the dancers on the floor should be able to follow, but also to provide entertainment through a combination of factors, including programming, showmanship, singing ability, and challenging choreography. Pretty much want to be a caller. Of square dancing from here on out. It's kind of like king shit. King shit. Yeah. Patty's role was to socialize and be the right-hand gal to the caller.
1: Well, I think that's more your...
0: Oh, I could totally do that. Yeah. The two were always opening their home to their square dancing friends, hosting cookouts, and using their home as a hub for all square dancing meetings. What a nice life, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, that was until 2011 when Ray was diagnosed with dementia. Aww. As his health was declining, Patty made the decision to retire from her job as the community based alternative supervisor for the Department of Aging and Disability Services after working there for 22 years. So, quite an accomplishment. She took care of her husband until his death on November 10, 2012. Friends say that Patty was completely devastated after the loss of her husband but did her best to stay active in the community and keep herself busy. She continued with her square dancing and began doing a lot of volunteer work. Ah, Yeah. On the morning of December 3rd, 2013, 59-year-old Patty began her day as she normally did. She put on her bathrobe and sat outside on her porch, enjoying a cup of coffee and a good old cigarette. Ooh. Yep.
1: Those and- will kill you.
0: Yep. They- Whoa. Oh. She's Louise. Doo-doo-doo. Her plans for the day were to take her friend Ken to the doctor at 3 p.m. When she didn't show up, Ken made calls to their mutual friends Barbara Rickards and Phyllis Neighbors and asked them if they knew where Patty was. They all continued to call and leave messages, but by 5 p.m. they became gravely concerned and make a visit to her house. Now, at this point in Texarkana, it's dark out at 5 p.m., okay?
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay.
0: You are like, is there more to that? Yeah. No, <laughs> As they walk up to the house, it is dark, and they believe there is a rug scrunched up at her front door. As they get closer, they realize that it is, in fact, Patty, and she is very much dead. Her friend Phyllis says that she was lying right at the front door like she was about to walk inside. She was swollen and cold, and it was very clear that she had been there for quite a while.
1: Oh, poor Patty. I know.
0: The two women... Uh, knew there was absolutely no chance of reviving her and in their state of shock they called 911. Mm -hmm. When police arrived they found Phyllis and Barbara on the front lawn completely devastated and having a hard time composing themselves. Rightfully so. They soon realized that they weren't going to get much out of them and headed towards the house. As the officers approached the porch they could see Patty lying on her back in her bathrobe in a pool of blood with her cigarette still in her hand. Huh. Yeah. She had been shot at Six times total, five of them hitting her in the chest, back, and forearm. The first shot had gone through the back of her chair, through the window, and into her bedroom, making officers believe that she, some whoever this did this, pulled the gun on her, and she got up, and they shot, missed her, and then she went towards the house. To try to it. Yeah. it away. So that's based off of the uh, ballistics. Officers did not find any shell casings, which made them believe that the weapon was a revolver. Robbery was quickly ruled out because the home was neat and orderly and given her appearance sitting in her her bathrobe, it was thought that she knew whoever did this to her. Because her friends say that she never would have been seen like that. She would have, if she saw someone coming down the way, she would have quickly ran in the house and gotten changed. Yeah. So who would kill such a beloved woman like Patty Wheelington? It didn't take long before officers were laser focused on the two women who found her. Oh. You didn't see that coming, did you? Hmm. Barbara and Phyllis were two of her closest friends, so what motive could they possibly have? Well, I'll tell you. See, Patty and Ray never had children. When Ray passed, he left Patty with a good chunk of money, and she was downright set for the rest of her life, which is great. That's what a husband should do. Right. When she was killed, that money, as well as her, light, her own life insurance, was left to her favorite organizations and her two best friends, Barbara and Phyllis. And these two were aware that they were the beneficiaries. Hmm. Was it possible that they killed Patty for the money and staged the whole finding her body thing?
1: No. Mm, I was going to say, I don't think no. so. No, it
0: was not. They both had alibis that checked out. Phyllis had been with a friend all day and Barbara had been with her family. Also, based on their reactions and how they were a complete disaster, yeah. officers were like, eh, no, that's not happening.
1: Well, but, and I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah no.
0: The women did, however, inform law enforcement about a rumor that was going around in their square dancing community.
1: That I've vicious. I know, right? Vicious people. Hold on. Gotta watch out for those corners. Seriously.
0: Word on the dance floor was that Patty was having an affair with her friend, James Hyatt. Patty. Patty. And James was married to Virginia, and they were active members at the Guys and Dolls Club. They also had become very close with Ray and Patty. After their home burned down, Virginia helped them collect items and start over, and James helped rebuild the house. The alleged relationship between James and Patty had begun in 2009 um, after he had begun working on the home and helping out Patty around the house. They also were really helpful with um, – uh, why can't I remember his name all of a sudden? Uh, Ray has oh. dementia, so they oh. were helpful around the house as well. So it seemed like really good friendships. Yeah. But the word on the street was that James and Patty were actually sleeping together. So uh, James was helping rebuild the home and apparently decided to mount Ray's wife while he was there. So the classic two birds, one stone sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Police immediately wanted to talk to James. They were able to track him down in Florida as he had been visiting his sister. They told him about Patty's death and asked about the affair. He immediately denied the accusations and adamantly told them that they were just friends. James was kind of a pill and refused to speak only to sergeants and not detectives. Yeah. He also provided zero information that may have led to Patty's killer and was skimpy with his responses to questions. He was also ruled out, though, because he was in Florida at the time of the murder, but did agree to come in for a formal interview once he returned. So nothing to come out of James.
1: Right. I mean, he didn't do it. He didn't do it, but doesn't mean also that not he... very helpful. Yeah. But
0: he's adamant that they're not having an affair and it's all rumors and whatever. So that's three suspects cleared. Now police move on to Ken, the the man that Patty was supposed to take to the doctor the day she was murdered. Mm -hmm. It was Ken's interview that would turn this slow dance into a spicy mambo. Oh, no. You like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, They're going to break a hip, all of these people. Yep,
0: right? Ken told police that around 8 a.m. he was on the phone with Patty when she told him that Virginia had just pulled up the house. Okay. That, I was expecting a reaction out of you. I didn't, I didn't get one. That was really not fun for that me. That she
1: pulled up to the house. Yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Oh, Virginia.
0: Virginia pulled yeah. up to the house.
1: Okay. Got it. There's a lot of different old There's people's lo- names I know. in this. I know. Isn't okay. know confusing?
0: Oh, yeah. I know. That's
1: not one of the friends. That's the no, no. wife. The wife. But the guy friends. that's in Florida. Yeah. But okay. They but are they friends. are friends. Yep. Okay. Uh, sort of. So
0: she... Well, okay. She told Ken... So Patty told Ken she would call him right back, but alas, that would never happen. So this important oh, okay. yeah, right. So this important piece of information puts Virginia at the scene of the crime at the time of the murder that they expect that it took place. right. But, yeah. But what would be her motive? the, the affair. Ru- the rumor that her husband was having an affair, yeah, was that really enough to justify murder? Maybe to Virginia. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yes. Virginia was off her damn hinges when she showed up at Patty's house that morning. Yeah. Three days prior, her husband of 41 years, James, yeah, long time. Yeah. Served her with divorce papers and Uh. this devastated Virginia. Even though she and James had been in separate bedrooms for many years and were barely even speaking, she was heartbroken to know her husband was leaving her and leaving her for another woman. A woman who was supposed to be her friend. That's right. When the news came out that Virginia had been to Patty's house the morning of her death, James finally came clean about his affair with Patty and told law enforcement that they were in love. Uh oh. Oh look at that.
1: It was it wasn't just an affair, it was love. It
0: was love. What bothers me about this was that while Ray was a
1: lot a lot. Oh, yeah,
0: my my words. So what bothers me about this was that while Ray, her husband, Patty's husband, was alive and well, Patty was having an affair. Yeah. That's too bad. But then he got sick and she continued to have an affair and it was sleeping around behind his back.
1: Oh, so it was before he was sick? Yeah. Oh, so that he sucks. didn't get
0: sick till 2011. I'm not saying
1: it's okay that he while he was sick, but it make, for I some know. reason makes it feel not as icky cuz it's like he's passing away and he's sick well, and like yeah. You almost hope that he would want her to find someone else, well, yeah. Yeah. but like, but that guy's married too. So that was yeah. not good anyways, well, but like what
0: bothers me too is like, I, when I originally read this without the timelines and everything, I was like, okay, so I can understand if she fell in love with him because she went through a hard time and she lost her husband. Sometimes you can't help who you fall in love with, but one this beloved husband of hers and was still alive and they were doing their square dancing thing, she was having an affair. Right. So it's kind of shitty.
1: Yep. That's different. Then. So,
0: um, It's very sad to to realize that she loved her husband so much and quit her job to take care of him while he was dying, but she didn't love him enough to not cheat on him. So it's, I mean, I'm not going to speak ill of the dead, but Patty could have done a little better.
1: She could yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Just Come on, like Pat. Come
0: on, Pat. Prior to the divorce papers being delivered, Virginia was already fully aware that James and Patty were having an affair. She had been pleading with Patty to stop seeing her husband, even leaving her messages on her answering machine, begging for her to give him back.
1: Ooh, so do they have that evidence, too?
0: Yes, Ah. they do. From what I can tell, Patty wasn't about to give him back. Leading up to the murder, James became afraid for his life and told people he thought Virginia was going to kill him. When it came time to serve her with divorce papers, James took the fuck off to Florida Oh yeah, and suggested Patty go with him. Patty was not afraid of Virginia and told him she was staying put. She did agree to change her locks to be safe, which was done the day before she was murdered. And the ironic part of that was that she was on the opposite side of the door when Virginia showed up. So changing those locks didn't really do much for her. Nope. So on December 4th, 2013, one day after the murder, police took Virginia into custody. She told law enforcement that she and Patty were friends and that she had not been at Patty's house that day. She claims that at 8 a.m. when the murder took place, she was at McDonald's. Officers didn't buy it for a second and immediately obtained her phone records. They were able to listen to the voice messages where Virginia was crying and begging Patty to stay away from her husband. They also found evidence that showed Virginia was planning to kill James, too. Around Thanksgiving, so about a week prior to Mm -hmm. Patty's murder, Virginia had mentioned to James' sister that James had been talking about killing himself. James confirmed this was a complete lie and he believed that Virginia was just planting the seed to make his murder look like a suicide. Law enforcement soon did a search of the home and even though James confirmed confirmed that Virginia had a 38 caliber revolver, the same that was used to kill Patty, it was never found. They did, however, find that the clothes she had been wearing on December 3rd had gunpowder residue on them and that she was seen on surveil- surveillance surveillance. Surveillance. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying that funny? Surveilla- I don't know.
1: Surveillance.
0: Surveillance. Surveillance. I don't know why am I saying that funny? I don't know. At McDonald's at 9 a.m., not 8 a.m., like she said. Right. Leaving the time of the murder wide open.
1: Getting her egg McMuffin.
0: On February 2nd, 2016, which happened to be Groundhog Day, and a little two years uh, later, after the murder, Virginia went on trial. I don't know why it took so long, and I tried. Can people people hear our commotion? I'm almost done. Should I pause? Okay. No, I think we're okay. okay. So Virginia went on trial. The prosecution had all the evidence they needed, motive and witnesses. The defense? Well, they didn't have squats, so they decided to try and convince the jury that a widow old lady like 65-year-old Virginia, couldn't possibly walk up a few porch steps and kill someone. And I laugh. Like, how old was she? At the time of the murder, she was only 65. That's not that old. What makes me laugh was that that is legit their defense. They had her come in a wheelchair. They made her look meek.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure that they did.
0: They had nothing else. Nothing else. And it was so funny because I'm reading this and I'm like, and then you look at her and you're like, no, that woman could have ran up the stairs if she wanted to. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So they were trying to gain sympathy from the jury, but that didn't work as the evidence was just too damning. On February 8th, 2016, after only one hour of deliberation, the jury found Virginia Hyatt guilty of capital murder. She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Wow. Yep. Virginia just turned 75 years old yesterday, actually, June 13th. Whoa. And I hope she had a real shit stain of a birthday at her forever home, the McPherson Women's Unit at the Arkansas Department of Corrections. Oh, man. Patty was buried at East Memorial Gardens in Texarkana. James, from what I can tell, still lives in Texarkana, and I sincerely, sincerely hope he learned that nothing good can come from an affair. Yeah, no kidding. So that's where everybody ended up. Um, What's her name? Which one? I know, right? Virginia did try appealing her case once, and it didn't get yeah. overturned, so, or did not get overturned. So she's going to spend the rest of her life behind bars, and...
1: I mean, she's already
0: 75, well, you said, and right? Well, yeah. it's funny, though, I read a bunch of articles like in about 2013 let's see so the murder happened in 2013 so these were like in 2016 they all say that she was in declining health but i checked the arkansas department of corrections website today and she's an active inmate so she's still there
1: well i mean and i'm sure declining health well she's just getting older
0: yeah are we all in declining health really no i'm in denial is what i'm in so let's talk about the home where Patty was murdered. So she was murdered at 7244 South Valley Road in Texarkana, Arkansas. Apparently, it is a three-bedroom studio home, but I believe that is bullshit. Can you imagine a three-bedroom or three-bathroom studio, so no bedrooms? Makes yeah. Makes zero sense, doesn't right? make any sense. So I think what happened here, and um, I'm hoping that maybe a realtor can help me out with this, But I think what happened here was that when it was rebuilt, the tax records were done incorrectly and they didn't know how many bedrooms they ended up putting in the home because it shows it was built in 2009 and it's never been sold since. And it was in Ray's name and it was in Patty's name and both are deceased. So what happened to this house? There's nothing online about it whatsoever. So... I have no information about it. I did try to find a realtor in that area and I could not get any help. So I'm hoping that actually if somebody listens to this and they know an agent that works in the Texarkana area, I'd like to do an update on this and someone tell me something about the house. Because right now all I see is that it has uh, three bathrooms and a porch. And the only reason I know there's a porch is because that's where Patty died. She died there. But I want to know more about it. And it looks like it's still there. It's just, there's just no information about it whatsoever. It looks like it's on about seven acres. But that's it. It's super huh. weird. So I, I'm hoping that someone can provide me with more information. It does look like it's a ranch, too, but that's about that's about all I got. Huh. But, yeah, that's the story of Patty Willington. If you did enjoy that story, I suggest watching the episode of Snapped on it because it's very well done and very interesting. But mostly I, I wanted to do that one because I just find it fascinating that an old woman killed another woman over her husband. It's like you've and it's And it's not – I mean, and honestly, like, it's not necessarily the
1: woman's fault either. I'm no. not saying that she wasn't, like, it takes two to tangle, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your husband had just as much to do with this as yeah. that lady did.
0: Yeah. Well, I, th- yeah, and I'm sure she would have probably gotten to the husband if she right. had a chance to. But it is very sad that a what seemed to be a really wonderful person lost her life yeah. Over, over a foolish affair.
1: Right, right. And I mean, at the same time, it's like they obviously they didn't have a good marriage it no, and they seem didn't seem like that's, it, just it that's the thing it's not like they were going from this like happy wonderful marriage no. it's like you guys
0: for years we're for not years even in the we're, same bedroom. Yeah. yeah
1: so like it might have been a great thing maybe you would have found someone well that's
0: just it i don't know like your your options are were to get divorced and take half maybe the she, yeah or, exactly or kill but him and end up in jail and obviously yeah
1: yeah i think you, you made did the not wrong decision yeah
0: but you know, it's also it happened three days after she was served. I who knows the mind space she was in yeah. at the time. So
1: I get it. It's a huge life yeah. change and I was just... a crazy
0: ex girlfriend when my ex and I broke up too. But again, it was probably for about three days and then I was like, oh, I'm good. Life goes on. Yeah. So but yeah, so that is the quick that was the quickest one we've done yet, I think. Yeah. But you know what? Good. You guys probably have things to do. So
1: sometimes sometimes we're quick, sometimes we're not.
0: Sometimes feel
1: like a nut. Sometimes you
0: don't, right? Okay. So uh, be sure to check out our website, uh, homeiswherethemurderis.com, and email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns or would like for us to do a case. Or if you have a realtor that you can send to me that lives in Texarkana, that would be amazing. Uh, That email address is is homeiswherethemurderis at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook and
1: Instagram.
0: Yep. Home is where
1: the murder is. We should get a Twitter. I do not tweet. You can do that one. I don't do that. I don't. Tweet, tweet. You are a Robin. Oh. (laughs)
0: We're going. You guys have a great day. Okay. Bye.